0: Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. And Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Experience Asheville on a whole new level on a guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, gorgeous views, and van chauffeured transportation. Tours daily, year-round, with coverage and heated rooftop areas. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this
1: is Marilyn Ball and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now, be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and you can sign up for the Travel Club, and you'll receive some latest travel news, travel tips, and some really cool upcoming vacation destination opportunities. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Pretty much any podcast platform has Speaking of Travel so you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world. Well, you know, a common theme here on Speaking of Travel is the connection of music in communicating across cultural and linguistic boundaries. So, think about being in another culture and not being completely up to speed on the language maybe German or Italian. So, you might not understand the content, but you definitely will understand the shifting emotional states of the people who are doing the speaking. So, maybe one person is upset and the other is getting defensive. Maybe there's anger and a confrontation and maybe one begins to do some sweet talking and where there's at first some resistance, there's slowly giving in. And then there's an apology and makeup. Well, we all can understand this exchange in a foreign language because we know what it sounds like in our own language. And you know what? The same is true when we listen to a piece of music, either from a culture or Uh, from another culture, from this culture, from anywhere, because in this sense, music truly is a universal system for communicating emotion. And my guest today is really not afraid to rock the boat with the stories she tells, the emotions she shares, and the subjects that she covers. Katie Cole is an Australian singer-songwriter who has recorded and toured with Glenn Campbell and has toured and played bass, guitar, and keys for the Smashing Pumpkins since 2015. And I welcome Katie back to speaking of travel. It's so wonderful to have you again, Katie.
2: Thank you so much for having me. What a great introduction.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. And your music really, it really transcends all that I was saying in being such a universal language because you fill your, your uh, lyrics and your uh, musicality so much to where people all over the world can, can really get a grasp on where you're coming from emotionally.
2: Well, thank you. I'm glad you picked up on that. And I got to really see some of that firsthand um, as of last year when I did some travel. I did some extensive travel overseas and watched the reactions from various foreign countries to these songs that I wasn't sure if they really understood the lyrics, but they sure got the message.
1: Well, tell me about that. So, how did that, it was. I guess over a year ago that you were on speaking of travel. And since that time, tell us a little bit about some of this travel and where you've been and how you've been able to share uh, share your singer songwriting with the world. last
2: time I was on the show, I think I was either, I'd either just completed or was just about to embark on a, an arena tour, which I know it's very nerve wracking to say that I can add those things to my bucket list, but I've we did an arena tour with the Smashing Pumpkins, and that was crazy. And I got to do all those, like Madison Square Garden and Wembley and these iconic venues. <laughs> <laughs> and this time around, we uh, were booked to do um, international shows and international festivals. And in the middle of that, and that, I mean, those festivals were you know, 40,000 to 100,000 people where, again, a a bucket list situation for me where I'm looking out going, that is an ocean of people. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to feel? But I I got to experience all that stuff. But in the middle of that um, European tour, which uh, it spanned, I think it was 17 countries in Europe, Um, we got to do a two-week solo acoustic tour where Billy Corgan did his show and I opened up, and I also joined him on stage. So I got to share um, my songs with um, these these wonderful eclectic audiences across Europe, and, yeah, what what an experience that was.
1: Katie, I'm just so proud of you. Look at you stepping out all over the world. I know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can say I knew you when.
2: (laughs) Well, I got got very, very lucky. Each time I I understand, you know, life is a series of like luck meets preparation, et cetera, et cetera, but I'm still super lucky and very grateful to be in the position that I'm in. And even from the get-go of the start of this European tour, before we even had the first Smashing Pumpkins show, I um, had that sort of moment of uh, bold realization when the... uh, uh, opening act for the very first show of the tour um, pulled out because due to illness and I was asked three hours before the show do you want to open up this <laughs> do you want to open up this show to thousands and thousands of people with you know zero preparation and of course I was like yes I mean I didn't I'd be, all I'd been doing for the last month or month and a half is been playing the Smashing Pumpkin songs but I'm like yep I've got to say yes you say yes to the questions that are asked that even if you're not sure you can do you just go yes I can do that
1: <laughs> that's my girl I am so proud of you what <laughs> I can't even imagine what it felt like for you to get up there what did that feel like tell me
2: oh incredible it was Oslo uh, Norway and um, I spent the day sort of walking around sort of getting familiar with the with the city itself which is gorgeous and To have that sort of sprung on me at the last minute was incredible. And I did my show and sort of, you know, I got the audience talking and laughing and singing along and doing that thing for the the language barrier was very minimal, especially in that country. They're very, uh, very metropolitan and very forward uh, thinking in in that sort of sensibility. But that was was sort of the beginning of uh, that realization that this particular tour was going to be something... uh, Different, special, and just kind of to be ready for anything. Like I knew that from the get-go. As as that show started the way it did.
1: Well, I would definitely throw magical in there because that sounds like a magic a magic moment in being able to have that opportunity, really to set the tone.
2: Yes, I got I got lucky, and as we sort of progressed onwards to do the shows and like these enormous iconic festivals and. Well, playing on like again, I'm an Americana artist by you know by definition, and I was playing on these huge stages with Smashing Pumpkins, with these iconic bands like Slash and Alice in Chains, and like just these, just these, just crazy, crazy experiences. But my favorite situation in Europe was going through and doing that solo acoustic tour because those are my favorite shows where they're just that little bit more intimate. I think the theaters were roughly. I want to say like, you know, 500 to 1,500 seat of venue, so small, intimate, you can really develop a rapport with the crowd and again, work out very quickly if there is a language barrier or not. And some of the countries, there was a little bit of a language barrier when I'm talking and describing uh, my song or telling a story or being humorous and, you know, wacky as I am when I'm on the microphone and working out where I, if I was getting la- laughs or interaction and yeah, but I was very surprised at how engaged the audience was uh, all around. It was a very, very inspiring experience.
1: That is very inspiring, and it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning and how we really, not just music, but just language is universal, and our body language and our... Demeanor and our personalities and our character. When we come back, Katie, I want to talk more about that tour and especially about you being able to get up there and sing the songs that you've been uh, writing and producing, and, uh, and we want to share that with our audience. So thank you, Katie Cole, for being here today. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel.
3: Walked until the sun was turning black But there's no turning back. No matter what your mama told you, there's nothing you can do until you walk a mile in my shoes. Green
0: is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals, don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog, rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subaruville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at prestigesubaru.com
4: our tour company in Asheville, North Carolina, is capturing the hearts and imaginations of locals and visitors alike. Each of our Rooftop Bar Tours offers up Asheville's breathtaking scenic beauty and historic landmarks, award-winning rooftop bars serving up sample cocktails and mocktails, plus intriguing Asheville history, all from the rooftops. We have daily tours and we're open year-round, and transportation is included. Learn more by visiting AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com.
5: Hi, Marilyn. I wanted to talk to you and your listeners about the respiratory epidemic that's been making headlines lately. The coronavirus, now called COVID-19, is transmitted by airborne droplets. The World Health Organization recommends that you avoid being in close contact with people suffering from a fever and cough. But when traveling by airline, cruise ship, and public transportation, we have very little control over our immediate environment. So here are some tips for how to manage being in close quarters with other travelers. First, keep an alcohol-based hand rub in your pocket and wash your hands as often as possible when moving through transportation hubs. For airline travel, pick up some hand sanitizer wet wipes. This cuts down on the amount of liquids you're carrying, and in addition to cleaning your hands, you can use these to wipe down the armrests and tray. Secondly, avoid touching your face, especially your nose, mouth, and eyes. You can carry a small supply of face masks that cover your nose and mouth There are many different types of masks, and they're not all created equal, so ask your local pharmacist for recommendations. If you've decided to wear your mask, you need to assume that the outside of the mask is now contaminated. So once you've put on the mask, avoid touching it. You should learn proper technique for taking off your mask. Don't just tuck it into your bag. Instead, place disposable masks directly in the trash once you've reached a lavatory where you can wash your hands after removing it. Whether we're traveling or not, it's always a good idea to get plenty of rest and eat healthy foods. It's easy to get run down when traveling, and that makes us more susceptible to germs. Finally, if you become sick while traveling, you should inform the crew and seek medical care. For our next medical travel tips, I'll talk more about seeking treatment while traveling. In the meantime, Marilyn, this is Melody King with GlobalMedTravel.com, and I'm wishing you and your listeners all the best in your travels near and far.
3: Fly me to the moon,
6: let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on a
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm so excited to have Katie Cole here with me today. She's talking to us from Nashville, Tennessee, after our whirlwind, uh, worldly tour, and <laughs> Katie, I'm just so excited to have you back, and we were saying at the break, there's just so many wonderful stories you could tell us about being being out there and just the growth that's happening to you personally.
2: Yeah, it's it's been kind of uh, I don't know whether it's that fight or flight part of you, but when when you kind of have to get up there, when you've committed to doing all these things that. Are, I don't even know if it's uh, even a deliberate action. Sometimes when you step onto a stage, it's just like, I'm here, it's happening, and go. <laughs> it's, it's, very, uh, I don't, I, it's very empowering and humbling all at the same time. But watching these foreign audiences uh, was such a... Fun, exciting thing to watch them actually understand my story. So not only just understand my accent, because Americans alone sometimes are like, What are you saying? <laughs> but to hear um, these very, very foreign speaking countries. I spent a lot of time in Germany for some reason on um, this particular European tour. We kept crossing back and forth through Germany. I think we played maybe four. Maybe three festivals in Germany and then there were other shows for the solo tour that we did in Germany and I have a very vivid memory of being in Hamburg doing a show and I was telling a story because I sometimes do my hair a bit sort of up beauty queen, big hair situation, like a lot of hairspray and one of these particular nights, um, I think it was in Germany, maybe it was in Luxembourg, actually it was in Luxembourg. Um, this is. these are all the places that I've been, I have no idea where I am. Um, I teased my hair quite high and I was telling the audience like you've got to give a round of applause to my hair and I, I started quoting some Loretta Lynn that I remembered she'd quoted about her particular hairstyle of um, teasing it to heaven and spraying it to hell and I got an enor- enormous laugh and reaction from the audience and that's kind of the, I think that was the second or third show that we did and I, I was like here, this is this is good. They understand where, where what I'm saying, and they're listening. They're engaged, and they're laughing. This is good.
1: <laughs> that must have made you feel like crying. I feel like crying right now just hearing this story. Yeah, it was.
2: It was. It's humbling. Like part of what I do, especially if I'm playing more acoustic or sort of scale back shows. Like I love to tell stories. I love to tell stories about either the origin of a song or just something that's happened to me. Recently, I think part of, well, almost as important as the performance of the music is having a personal and emotional experience with uh, whoever you're watching. And sometimes uh, what makes a person listen further to a song is is a story that's told or something that's reeling them in a little bit further. And like I tried to really go all out, um, like one of the shows in Paris, this beautiful, beautiful theater in Paris, Um, it was called the Trianon. Um I, I was like, what can I do? This is Paris. Like, I've always wanted to get to Paris. Uh, uh. So I threw in um, a little bit of a cover song of a Billy Idol song um, that has a little bit of French in it. It's Eyes Without a Face. And there's a part in the chorus that says, um, Leur son visage, which is Eyes Without a Face in French. And so I made the audience sing that along with me, unlike this is your language, let's do this. And they totally went for it, and the whole theater was singing that with me, and I was just like, wow. (laughs) I'm forcing people to sing Billy Idol. What is happening?
1: (laughs) Katie, you have really stepped up, my friend. I'm telling you, look at you bringing people together. It's like it's becoming a theme with you that your storytelling, your personality, your lyrics, your music is connecting people and so savvy to bring in that Billy Idol. I love it.
2: Well, I tried to do something like each night where I threw in either a part of a cover or at the end of the song, I throw in another a little bit of another song because being an opening act for a large, well-known artist like Billy Corgan, you still are playing a little bit of a role, even though some of those people in the audience recognized who I was from playing in the band and, and had some sort of familiarity with me. It's still a matter of I'm new to you. I still have to do a little bit of winning you over, so sometimes you know playing a little bit of something familiar can do that job, where it's oh I like this, therefore, maybe I'll like the other song she's playing. Um, but it was a yeah very, very uh, very, very humbling experience to travel through some of these really, really iconic cities and play these these beautiful venues. Um I got to. Dublin and of course when I was in Dublin I was like well I have to have an actual real Guinness here too because I'm in Dublin and I have to I have to go to a little Irish pub and do that so I did that but when I finally actually made it to the theatre to play and it was the Olympia Theatre which is again these gorgeous little theatres and I was looking at um, the names like before and after where Billy Corgan's name was in the lineup and it was Mavis Staples and Gladys Knight and like my heart just dropped and I was I had another one of those moments of where where am I how did I get here what is happening um just I had a lot of uh a lot of those moments where it was like, pay attention, be grateful, be in the moment. And if you can get out and see any city and do one thing in each city, whether it's see a landmark, go to a museum, just go do it. Just embrace this moment and have, have more memories than the hotel and the stage to, to bring home.
1: Well, you, you were right on it. And I can't tell you how happy that makes me feel because being able to say, look, you go out, you embrace this moment, you bring it back, you pay attention, you keep it in your heart. It really I don't know, it just seems like it sets you up for more good things to happen, right? I think so. I
2: think so, and I think it makes you uh, I don't know. Look, I had just as much of a good time, I suppose, wandering around strange cities, you know, ordering foreign coffee, <laughs> whatever. It's just as, I suppose I enjoyed that just as much as you know, any other part of the tour, just because I like to see new things and see other cultures. But when you're actually on the streets, walking around and seeing different architecture and whatnot, it really kind of, I don't know, it makes you, I think it makes you a bigger person. It makes you go, wow, this is, this is really different to what I'm used to. And this is also great.
1: And being able to be with people who maybe live in a different culture, maybe have different traditions than we do, but realizing that people are people everywhere. And for, oh, yes. yeah, to be able to get your stories and to get your, uh just be able to embrace you says so much about, I don't know, just being able to be yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm very... I'm, very, very humbling experience for sure.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, you've that that experience being able to do what you just did is ginormous, and all you lucky to be able to go to all those wonderful theaters.
2: I know. Like I love the big the big theaters, the big festival stages. It's, those are incredible, and they're as uh, terrifying as they are as exciting. But those little theaters where I'm like as an artist that's like that's more the level of goal that I you know wish have always wished to achieve to sell out those sort of types of theaters and be in those places and meet all those people and the sort of the reactions that I got from people and I met so many fans after the shows I made it I made a huge endeavor to um step out after my set to go down to um sort of you know the four-year areas and take photos with people and sign CDs and do that thing and you know, I try. I just tried my best to um, meet as many people as possible.
1: That's really so wonderful, and and I want to talk more when we come back from the break about that because you really are in such a, a positive position to be able to play with these gigantic, iconic bands, but then have your own intimate. This is me. These are my emotions. These are my. This is my footprint, uh, and be able to share that. So, Katie Cole is here with us. We're talking. She's in Nashville. We're in Asheville. Uh, we'll be right back.
4: This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport and I've got a travel tip for you today. With the liquid rules for carry-on bags or the fear of spills inside a checked bag, it's always a challenge to get the toiletry bag ready for a trip. So consider solids. You can purchase just about all of your toiletries in solid form. This includes your soap, shampoo, conditioner, your sunscreen, insect repellent, And even toothpaste these items are small and lightweight and can last months at a time what a solid idea for more travel tips visit our frequently asked questions on our website at flyavl.com hi I'm Kay the founder and owner of Asheville rooftop bar tours we enjoy showing you Asheville from a bird's-eye view we're so excited to announce our new experience tours We're teaming up with some amazing local businesses to offer a -a one-of-a-kind tour experience. Create your own marble piece of art on our Make-A-Craft, Drink-A-Craft tour with Magic Studios. Or how about the thrill of axe throwing on our Rooftop Chilling and Kicking Axe tour with Axeful Throwing Club. To find out more about these special, limited-time-only tours, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com.
3: Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to
6: the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter
1: and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it's time to catch up with our fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence, as he takes us along the Gourmet Highway. Well, today, Doc is traveling around the sunshine state of Florida, visiting all the cities that host Major League Baseball's annual Grapefruit League. So, Doc, what about those Braves? And not to mention the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Mets, the Tigers, the Phillies, and of course, my all-time favorite, the Nationals. You are so lucky to be there in all those gorgeous locations watching baseball. I wish I was there.
6: Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Hey, Marilyn, it's the kid in me. I can't help it. They call this the Florida Grapefruit League, better known as Major League Baseball's spring training. Here, where I am right now, the players, the staff, and the fans join these legendary teams for training for the future of baseball, which starts in just a few weeks. But here, we're in Florida, and this is part of America's vacation heritage. These teams, and they are legends. They train in cities like Tampa, Sarasota, Bradenton, Fort Myers, Port Charlotte, Lakeland, Kissimmee, Jupiter, Port St. Lucie, West Palm Beach. The list goes on and on. Maryland, since 1920, this has been a classic piece of Americana, and I'm so excited to share all the sun, fun, and great food, the wonderful drinks, and occasional celebrities with your vast audience. We're going to have some real fun with this. Marilyn, right now, I'm in Venice, Florida, near the new spring home of the Atlanta Braves, Doc's personal favorite team. I found a cozy seafood shack called the Busted Flush, and I just finished off a dozen delicious Apalachicola oysters. You got to be a Floridian to understand how good that is. And I had a couple of Grand Slam beers with that, a local craft brewery. It is wonderful and life is good. Maryland. during the few weeks of the Grapefruit League, we're going to visit the great resort towns that host these teams. Stop at some top restaurants, take in the museums, the theaters, the art galleries, and share the excitement of all this with the world. It's not just baseball. This is America at its very finest. Maryland, the nostalgia dominates. I can close my eyes this afternoon during the Braves game with the Boston Red Sox, and I can just imagine Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, Willie Mays, Hank the Hammer Aaron, Ted Williams, Ty Cobb, Sandy Koufax, and so many others. That is what this country's made of. These are real legends. These are real heroes. The green grass, fresh air, beautiful skies, and friendly crowds are living examples of goodwill and the best of our country. Maryland, let's get our mind off of bad weather and bad feelings and let's have some fun this spring. So for now, this is Doc Lawrence for Maryland Ball. And speaking of travel, on the Gourmet Highway in Venice, Florida, saying so long for now, and I hope to see you soon in your hometown.
1: Well, Doc, sounds like you're having a blast watching Florida's spring training. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks, and remember, travel slowly. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, I'm here today talking to Katie Cole. Katie is an Australian singer-songwriter. She's toured and recorded with Glenn Campbell and Smashing Pumpkins. And Katie, when you were on the show last time, we talked a lot about your background and where you came from and the fact that Chris Christopherson sang on your 2014 album on a song called Penelope. You've got such a great backstory leading you into this wonderful story where you are today.
2: I've been more than lucky, and I do realize that. And I know I've know i said, like, I'm lucky and I'm grateful, like, probably a dozen times already on your show. But really, like, every time something like, like, you know, working with or touring with or recording with the late great Glenn Campbell, when that stuff happened to me and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, this this may never happen again in my life and just be, be present and be in the moment and Glenn told me some wonderful stories and he always remembered who I was and um, I, yeah, I knew sort of, I, I suppose I knew after I moved to America that um, just to kind of be prepared for anything and it was only shortly after that that, yes, my producer, managed to um, wrangle Chris Christopherson, I'll use the word wrangle. I don't know if you can wrangle Chris Christopherson to do anything. He's like a man's man's man. Um, when I, I remember after, after moving to Los Angeles, my producer sort of was like, you really need to look up the history of Chris Christopherson to like, you know, reading stories about him landing a helicopter in, in like Johnny Cash's backyard and things like that just to give him a song. <laughs> just things like that that you're like, what? Um, but yes, he obviously sang on my uh, on my uh, last full length LP, and again, that was another one of those moments where I'm like, "How is this happening? Um, I I don't even know if you can prepare for these types of things." And people do ask me a bit, um, "How did you plan your life and plan um, songwriting and touring and you know playing with all these iconic people?" And I'm like, "You don't plan that." <laughs> Like nobody, nobody, I don't think in their right mind plans to be touring all over the world and collecting a laundry list of icons that they've worked with. I'd, I'm very lucky um, I've been in the position that I've been in to do these things. And being from, obviously, a completely different country, being from Melbourne, Australia, um, in no way did I think I would ever be doing these things. I always hoped I would have some adventures. Um, And I've always kept sort of an open mind to a situation. And I think I said even in my last uh, segment or segment before, like I've learned to really just say yes to things um, that I'm not even sure I can do, but you sure do work out how to do things along the way once you've committed to something.
1: (laughs) Well, that yes factor is, is so important. And so many times people don't realize that they're faced in a situation where there's a choice they can either do this or do that it 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 can be actually compared to so many things should i smile or frown should i laugh or cry you yeah. know w- when you're when you're suddenly faced in a situation that could be any situation being able to say yes and i'm going to move in that direction
2: yeah well i think i think it helps you grow and i've definitely grown as a uh, uh, a person as well as a songwriter, by just saying uh, yes and expanding the possibilities of getting outside of my comfort zone and you know, comfortable is a nice place to be, but i've I've learned to sort of write the uncomfortable and move into the uncomfortable and say and do the things I'm not sure I should. Um, and that comes down to even my writing of uh, my last, uh, EP, which is Things That Break Part One, and the subsequent singles that I've released after that being um, Lullaby, which is about adultery, uh, Mile In My Shoes, which is about, a, a, it's a very twisted sort of story, but it's I paired it with a very picturesque um, uh, music video just to give that sort of balance to the equation. Um, but I've learned to just say it. It's okay to say it. Somebody will understand um, and there are other people that are also holding these, holding these feelings in too. And sometimes it's 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 better to be um, really as honest as you. I don't know. I just try to be honest. Maybe that's just the best way to wrap it up.
1: I think that's the best way to wrap it up. Overall is to be honest, and you know, that's so hard because there's fear and insecurity and yes. uh just all those emotions that come thrusting their way into your being that you have to kind of fight off like with superhero powers just to get to the next stop.
2: <laughs> well <laughs> Yes, but, but fear is but fear is one of those things that's a great driving force to to work out um why you're afraid? What you're afraid of? Is it the past? Is it the future? Is it a balance of both? But um, I've tried to just bring in my experiences from, you know, past breakups to um, my mum's been you know, quite unwell, so I've dealt with you know some sort of mortality issues uh, with her and myself and the world, and just just looking at things for the way that they are, and just whatever whatever seems like fair game as a story to write, just write it.
1: You got it. Well, when we come back, let's talk about more storytelling. And also, I want to make sure people know how they can get in touch with you. So Katie Cole is here with us today. She's talking from Nashville, Tennessee. This is Marilyn Ball. We'll be right back. Walked until the
3: sun was turning black. Worn down so but there's no turning back. No matter what your mama told you, there's nothing you can do until you walk a mile in my
1: shoes. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel, and I have to tell you, the Asheville Rooftop Bar Tour just might be the hottest ticket in town for locals and visitors alike. Kay Bentley and her amazing team at Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours helped organize a group tour for us on a recent Sunday afternoon. We saw a part of Asheville's best views with well-known and new sights to look out over from high above the city. It is, as the name suggests, a tour on top of some of Asheville's fabulous rooftop bars. Sit back and order some handcrafted cocktails some craft beer, local wines, maybe a small plate of yummy food, while you're learning about Asheville from the early years through historical photos from the late 1800s and early 1900s and hearing stories about what was going on at that time. And then you get van chauffeured to the next rooftop bar stop. It's so much fun. For more information, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com.
3: The best way to feel the love is to share it. That's why Subaru created the Subaru Share the Love event. Over the last 11 years, Subaru has donated over $145 million to charity. This year, we're continuing the tradition. Right now, when you get a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charity partners. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. This year, Prestige Subaru welcomes Homeward Bound WNC and the Asheville Humane Society as our hometown charity partners. The Subaru Share the Love event. Now through January 2nd at Prestige Subaru. Welcome to Subiville.
0: With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out.
3: Fly me to the moon. Let me play
6: among the stars. And Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter.
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Katie Cole. Katie is Australian. She's an incredible singer-songwriter. She uh, plays bass and guitar and keys. And Katie, you're background we talked about this last time you were on the show but um you were born and raised in melbourne is that correct
2: yes that's right
1: and your family is still there now
2: yes they are all in melbourne and my dad's just a few couple hours out of melbourne yes.
1: so really um you must during all this world tour and everything that's going on there's been so much um turmoil with the fires over there
2: yes um it's been yeah it's been a challenge to be away from um away from you know my my birth home <laughs> i don't really know where home is anymore so to speak but um yeah i've been watching it and thankfully like everybody that i know family friends have all, were all spared um but obviously watching those fires and the devastation and the um just the devastation on the land itself and the wildlife is just it's almost beyond repair as far as I'm concerned because it's just such a huge huge chunk of land like the comparisons in terms of size to what was uh, destroyed is just it's just beyond anything it's uh yeah just horrifying and like i I was urging people and I still urge people to give to like the red cross australia um most most of the websites that take um, donations for firefighting services um in australia they most of them take international um you know, donations too. It's not a, it's not a big deal. there. Everyone's pretty tech savvy, but um, yeah, I, I'm thankful that um, my family was spared. But it's 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 still. I don't I don't know if the country can bounce back from this, but I sure do hope so.
1: Well, I hope so too. And it it really brings back uh, brings, you know, full circle what we've been talking about, which is, you know, just going like don't wait to. Yeah. Uh, to go someplace where you've always wanted to go, because yes. things are changing, and and all the more reason to to embrace humanity.
2: Yes, definitely. I think it's. I think um, if if Australia or any other country is 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 your destination that you want to get to, just plan for it and make it happen. Don't say one day this or that. Make a step to you know, plan something out or save for it or save for the flight or save or just make a plan, like pick a hotel. Like if it if you actually uh, bring into uh, an actuality of an actual place or an actual time or date, like it's more likely to happen for you.
1: Well, you are definitely the poster child for that happening, Katie, I have to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I've been fortunate that I've, like, my, my passport, well, my most recent passport is uh rather tattooed with stamps it's rather colorful um, i uh, after doing the european tour we went in to do a full month of america and canada so essentially i suppose i i covered 19 countries last year um yeah so that was a <laughs> that's definitely a a a record for
1: me Katie that's <laughs> really. a record for most people i'm telling you yeah. what and being able to uh I love the idea that you were able to get so intimate with people, and and that's something, too, that we like to make sure people understand. You know, you have a situation where you were able to go in and sing and and tell stories in intimate uh, theaters and um and be close to people but just even traveling and going someplace different having an experiential type of experience you know being in the local neighborhoods getting eating in local restaurants that's such a big part of travel
2: oh yes i think i think it's one of the biggest parts of travel is going out and eating the food Sometimes you don't always remember where you are, especially when you're traveling with that sort of regiment that I, I and the Smashing Pumpkins have when it's a, a touring year. But you sure do remember when you've had a good meal.
1: <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, I don't want to forget before we close out the show how people can get um, connected with you.
2: Well, yes. Oh, I have a brand new single coming out called Lie to Me and that comes out uh, uh, February 28th. So that that will be out by the time this airs, I'm sure. Um, but uh, my website is com. All my other links to socials are on that. Almost everything for me is, um, you know, the app handle katiecoleofficial. And I'm on YouTube and I have videos on there. I have a great video for Gracelands and a new video for Lyle in my shoes that came out a few months ago. Um, subscribe to whichever is the social that you're the most connected to. And I'm there, I'm the one answering the emails and the messages. So if you've heard this this particular show and you want to chat or say something, feel free to reach out and I'll respond and say, hey, what's up?
1: (laughs) That is so great. Well, I do want to talk about your new uh, EP that's coming out right now that's coming out, just we'll be able to kind of announce it when this show breaks. Tell us a little bit about that because there's some... There's a lot of very, um, as we were saying, honest and transparent and, and emotional uh, tones to this compilization.
2: Well, I've, again, tried to do the thing of what haven't I said yet, and I released my uh, the first batch of Things That Break Part 1 as, as an entire EP, and I've decided to sort of break up this next bunch of songs just as a series of singles. I feel like they get that each song will individually get the attention that it deserves, rather than saying here's a batch of songs, pick your favorite. I kind of want to give individual focus to each one. And the next one that's coming out again is called "Lie to Me," and I sort of wrote that in the. Uh Sense of experiencing um, grief and going through grief and depression. So I, I sort of wanted to write this one for those that have either experienced it personally themselves or have experienced a friend or family member that has gone that's gone through um, depression. And I I just I just wanted to touch on the things like you're supposed you know you're supposed to make all your songs uplifting and give everything a happy ending. And like I sort of came from that school of songwriting. And and when I started to write um, the last EP and this EP of songs I, I I just sort of threw that rule book out the window and just went well what's real um, and what what do I what have I experienced what what are other people keep telling me um, and sometimes it's the you know the more emotional songs that have the deepest connection so I sort of started to delve into that, those types of songs a little bit slower a little bit more meaningful with some um, really connecting lyrics and that's Yeah, that's been
1: my focus. Well, that's so beautiful because what you were saying earlier in the show, too, being able to share your feelings, your emotions through your stories, through your songs, transcends language, it transcends cultures, traditions, and really reaches people's hearts and souls. I sure do hope so. <laughs> well, it sounds like it for sure. So, where are you off to next?
2: Wow, that's a really wonderful question. Well, I actually, I get to do another bucket list thing. I know I, had, I keep people keep telling me to get a much bigger bucket. <laughs> I have a series of. Um, I have some festivals to do with Smashing Pumpkins this year, but I have a stadium tour to do this year. Um, Smashing Pumpkins and going out on the road with Guns N' Roses for a series of shows. And I get to play my first series of stadiums. So I am uh, beyond excited, nervous, terrified.
1: Wait, let me get this straight, Katie. You're going out on a stadium tour with Guns N' Roses and Smashing Pumpkins. And you're like a part of all of that?
2: I'm just... I'm doing my thing and playing, you know, playing keys and singing with the pumpkins, but I'm just saying I get to step onto those stages. That's right.
1: Yeah. Look That's, at you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about the, the, these types of shows because it's literally going to be that ocean of people. I'm going to look out there and be like, uh, <laughs> how did I get here?
1: Well, the best is yet to come for you, Katie Cole. I just am so glad that we were able to catch up and hear about your travels and and really want to send you all the best with uh, your mom and things that are going on in Australia and, and just send out some good mojo there.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it so much, Marilyn. I really enjoyed chatting to you once again.
1: Well, great. Well, we'll do it again. I want to catch up with you after this next stadium tour. My gosh, you're oh. just on the road <laughs> all over. So tell us again before we go how we can um, connect with you over your website and such.
2: My website is www.katycoleofficial.com, and all my social handles pretty much are Katie Cole Official except Twitter, which is Katie Cole Music. They're all verified, so if you see the blue check
1: mark, that's me going, yep, that's me. That's you, and we'll connect with you. Well, Katie, thank you so much for being with us today on Speaking of Travel. Thank you, Marilyn. Have a great day. You too. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. I want you to go out and have a great week. Listen to Katie Cole. Just think about, hmm, what if I was listening to Katie and I was sitting somewhere in Luxembourg, Germany? Well, go out, take a walk, listen to music. Really step out, do something that you've never done before, even if it's kind of scary. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy.